Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Hey ladies, Dr. Fiona Lovely here. This is episode 68 of Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast. And today we're going to talk about brain health. But first, a word from our sponsor, Rosebud Woman. Hey guys, you know I love great products, especially clean, ethical, high-performing products. Have you heard of Rosebud Woman? A female-led, family-run company that creates intimate care products for all stages of a woman's life. Think gorgeous products for delicate vulvar and vaginal skin. Using the purest plant-based organic ingredients, Rosebud Woman makes moisturizers, soothing balms, lotions, oils, and more for sensual self-care. In case you aren't sure where to start, I personally adore the Honor Everyday Balm for Delicate Vulvar Skin. It's nourishing, dryness and irritation solution without hormones, which means you can use it any time. Available online at rosewoman.com, that's rosewoman.com, or at spas and luxury retailers nationwide. Use the code DRLOVELY for 10% off your order. It's case-sensitive, guys, so it's capital D, capital L, exclusively for my podcast listeners. Okay, I love me a good checklist, and recently... The awesome people at the Women's Alzheimer Movement, which is, of course, run by Maria Shriver, um, put out a checklist called 10 Things a Woman Can Do to Take Care of Her Brain. And I will share the link to where you can get your own copy of this uh, checklist um, in the podcast notes and the show notes. But I thought I'd take these 10 things and give you my interpretation of why they're important. It's an excellent list. And uh, the reality is that Alzheimer's disease affects far more women than it does men. And um, we have a window of opportunity that happens um, with neurodegeneration early on where we can actually prevent uh, progression of any sort of neurodegeneration. And this happens in the 40s and sometimes 50s, sometimes 30s, when we first start to get the signs. And the signs of neurodegeneration and the signs of perimenopause are very similar. So um, there's some really groundbreaking research being done by Lisa Moscone, who is involved with the Women's Health Initiative, sorry, the Women's Alzheimer Movement, or WAM, and she's doing wonderful, uh, wonderful research that, that is looking at whether or not there is a hormonal switch for women in menopause or in perimenopause that we that is an access point essentially for Alzheimer's and the uh, regression of Alzheimer's symptoms. So some really exciting things there, and I totally encourage you to go and take a look um, at her research. Okay, so let's dive into these 10 things every woman can do to take care of her brain. So number one is change your diet. So what we know is that inflammation is a really big part of whether or not a brain 
uh, is working well or not so well. And the best thing we can do to control inflammation is actually via our diet. So certainly there are, are foods that just make sense to eat. Uh, most of us know that are good for our brains, like fatty fish, like salmon, like mackerel, like tuna. Basically the dark water, cold water, deep water fish are the ones that have to have that insulation around their uh, muscle tissue, and that's what you're actually eating. It's not cod liver oil. That's a different kind of fish oil. Um, it's the it's the fatty um, muscle bellies that, that you're looking for. So we know that's really good. Um, we know that eating the rainbow when it comes to the vegetables and fruits are really important too. But it turns out a paleo-type diet, which is a diet where you're avoiding uh, the major inflammatory foods for most people, which is uh, no grains, no dairy, no sugar. I know, like all the delicious things, right? Uh, or you can look at making it more of a Mediterranean-type diet, which has some really good research around uh, brain health and overall wellness and um, is connected to longevity, which is nice in the blue zones. And if you're interested in that, you just can Google the blue zones and you'll get tons of information on that. So um, the big part is just taking out the foods that inflame. All right, so number two is take a walk. So we know that women are far less likely to exercise regularly than men. I'm not really sure why that is. It may just be a matter of time and busyness. Uh, you know, the thing that we all do that we don't want to acknowledge. But it turns out that daily exercise can be a really big factor in whether a woman develops Alzheimer's or dementia. So part of the reason that happens is when we exercise, we increase something called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or BDNF, which increases new neural networks and new neural connections. So it increases the um, opportunities for the brain to communicate with new and other parts of the brain, and that's always a good thing. Number three is get enough sleep. This is a really important one, too. Um, I think I've done two or three podcasts on this one uh, topic alone, but basically we have learned that the brain, when uh, asleep, has its own wash cycle. It's called the glymphatic system, and think of it like the dishwasher or power washer for your brain. So um, brain activity goes down, and the uh, fluid inside the brain just starts circulating around tidying up. Isn't that fascinating? But if we don't get enough sleep, the glymphatic system doesn't get enough opportunity to do its job. So that's really important. Now, listen, there are lots of reasons why we cannot sleep well, and most of them can be um, managed through lifestyle. So if you if you're having trouble sleeping, this is such a critical thing. Please get some help. And I'm not talking about taking prescription medication. There's so many things that you can do before you get to that point. So reach out to your natural health care provider, your functional medicine practitioner, uh, whoever you trust uh, that's nearby uh, to help with that. Take care of your hearts, number four. So, um, you know, we know heart disease is the number one killer of women. 
And we know that heart disease, along with Alzheimer's, diabetes, uh, even most cancers, are what's called lifestyle diseases. And so um, there are plenty of things that can be done ahead of any sort of diagnosis where you're in the power position and you're preventing these things from, from coming on. So back to heart disease. Basically, anything that's heart healthy is also brain healthy. And the reason why that is is because ten things that tend to be heart healthy tend to be anti-inflammatory. You're going to hear me talk about inflammation a lot because it's so, so, so important for our brain and body health. So um, when I say heart healthy, I don't mean switching to margarine. If that's what you think I mean when I say that, it just means you the marketers have done a good enough job and you're listening. So reach out to a practitioner who knows functional medicine practices for cardiology. So number five is exercise your mind. This is a really important one. You got to keep your brain active. You got to keep yourself doing new things, learning new things. Turns out the brain loves novelty. That's a really, really important thing. So if you've always wanted to learn a new language or maybe learn uh, a new kind of art, because uh, creativity is a big part of this too, or you want to take a cooking class or something, something you've never done before. Oh my God, your brain is going to be thrilled. Now is the time. So number six is increase your antioxidants. So there is um, in your body, we can have something called free radicals, which um, are molecules that can cause inflammatory cascades and other troubles. So there are uh, um, minerals and um, sorry, vitamins and minerals that are part of um, the antioxidant cascades, and they're things you want to increase. And guess what? If you're eating the rainbow, you're going to be getting a great deal of them anyways. So vitamins A, C, and E. Also make sure you're having enough uh, uh, vitamin D, uh, which helps to clean up the debris in the brain as well. Um, although not specifically an antioxidant, it's, it's an important function that way. So lots of brightly colored veggies. But if you have been shown on test to have low glutathione, which is the primary antioxidant, you can take a liposomal glutathione supplement. Please do this in conjunction with your healthcare provider or N-acetylcysteine or NAC, which is the precursor to glutathione, tends to be a lot less expensive to take and sometimes can be a little easier for people who are sensitive. So, okay, before I go on to number seven, I want to take a pause because I have a little offering I want to share with you. So uh, see you again in a moment. I want to take a moment to give you the invitation to tell you about the community I've created just for you, the Truth Seeker. For years, you have asked me for more info, listened to the podcasts, asked for more insight, visited with the community on Facebook, and said, more truth bombs, please, Dr. Lovely. I'm really excited to have put together this program for you, for our community, and for the sisterhood. Darling, you aren't a problem to be fixed, nor are you a group of symptoms to be medicated at middle age. You need to know you are perfect. You need to be lifted up and supported by other women who know exactly what you feel like. Like the women in the tribe, gently guided and supported and informed by my work, I will be there with you and the others to learn, 
to share, to laugh, and to love each other, because this is what we all need more of, especially now. Please accept my invitation. Have a look at drlovely.com, where you will find a banner on the homepage. I can't wait to see you and support you there. Just to recap, we're covering the 10 things every woman can do right now to take care of her brain. Number one was change your diet. Number two, take a walk. Number three, get enough sleep. Number four, take care of your heart. Number five, exercise your mind. Your brain loves novelty. Number six, increase your antioxidants. And number seven, keep stress in check. So, You've been listening to me for a while. I'm assuming you've heard me talk about stress. Stress is the single biggest factor in predicting whether a woman will have symptoms of perimenopause or not. The single biggest factor. And in fact, keeping stress in check, keeping the adrenals functioning healthy, is such an important thing that it actually trumps the results of any medication, any patch, any uh, meditation, or any other intervention, acupuncture, or um, change of diet, you name it. All of those things are really important to staying balanced, but keeping stress in check is the most important thing a woman can do to control whether or not she has symptoms of perimenopause. But as it turns out to control whether or not Alzheimer's emerges. Oh my gosh, if there ever was a call for you to take it seriously. And me too. Me too. Um, This is it. It's the single biggest, makes the single biggest difference in the symptoms of perimenopause. Number eight, take care of your gut. Because inflammation. When the gut is inflamed... It sends inflammatory markers to the brain. So the gut and the brain are essentially the same tissue, guys. They're just separated by a few feet. And they talk to each other through the vagus nerve, which is a cranial nerve that controls all of the viscera. Okay, it also controls our stress response, our fight, fight, flight, or freeze response. So in taking care of the gut, you take care of the brain. How do you take care of your gut? You get the inflammatory foods out. That's the biggest one, especially if you have any kind of food allergies, which are very, very common. I'm not talking about doing a food allergy test. I think they're really expensive, and I'm not sure that their um, reporting or results are all that accurate. So save, save the money and do a food elimination diet, okay? And I have talked about that in previous podcast episodes if you're not sure how to do that. So controlling the gut Uh, inflammation really makes a big difference to how well your brain functions. So number nine, hormones, hormone balance. As I talked at the beginning of the podcast about Dr. Moscone's work, looking at whether or not a menopause is a switch for uh, Alzheimer's in women, it seems to be, which is really quite fascinating. Uh, Lots more information to come on that. But we have an opportunity to get the hormones in balance at perimenopause where potentially symptoms start to show up. So if you're sitting on the sidelines wondering what to do about your symptoms, what I'm saying to you is now is a great time to have your your hormones checked via saliva test and to have any concerns with balance 
um, managed because we do have a window um, around perimenopause which seems to make a difference as to whether or not Alzheimer's will come on as we get older. Remember that neurodegeneration shows up early and when it does show up and there are symptoms of neurodegeneration the primary one is brain fog memory loss don't be frightened when you hear these things i know they scared me at first too because here's the thing a lot of the symptoms of neurodegeneration are the symptoms of perimenopause isn't that fascinating so um when you get these symptoms showing up it's a sign that something in the brain is not working so well turns out there's lots of things that can be done so number 10 watch for depression So a woman in perimenopause is likely to have some mood elevation issues. I just recently did a Facebook Live about this um, as the primary symptom for a lot of women these days. I think historically women were more likely to have the classical symptoms of perimenopause, which is the hot flashes, the night sweats, and those can still show up. They tend to show up a little later on in in the journey, but most women have the symptoms of anxiety and depression depression, rage, irritability, and insomnia. Those tend to be the bigger uh, symptoms that I see now uh, compared to a few years ago where it was more of the classic, uh, classic symptoms. So depression can be a sign of inflammation. I did a whole podcast on this where I talked about how if you're suffering with, uh, from depression, you really need to look at whether or not there are other markers of inflammation in the di- in the in the body. So the best way to do that is to look at homocysteine levels and that's a blood test that your doctor, your GP can order for you and or uh, CRP levels or high sensitivity CRP levels which is specific for inflammation of the cardiovascular system. Okay, those are all testable via blood and your uh, MD and GP. So when those are high, it's a sign of inflammation. When inflammation is present, a lot of women can suffer from depression. These are all things that can be um, uh, managed. Um, and the best thing you can do is just look at the other things in the diet, uh, in the in your lifestyle that are causing, obviously, I need to say diet here, don't I? Yes, I think it's come up twice. So um, the biggest thing you can do to change inflammation in your body is to control the diet. So we go right back to number one of this beautiful checklist, 10 things every woman can do to take care of her brain, which is to change your diet. So hopefully something really helpful here for you. And uh, it's been a pleasure to bring you this information today. I hope everyone's doing well. And until next time, take care. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your healthcare provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.